And that's why they called a police officer because they thought this had to be obviously someone abusing me. And I said, listen, we are young. We're inexperienced. He didn't know any better. He was just trying to finger me. I swear to God, he's not abusing me. Please, can we go home? Please don't call my parents. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, besties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the larger self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I'm your big sister and your host, Violetta Benson. Quick reminder before we get started to hit the subscribe button, whether you're currently listening on Spotify or Apple, because we do have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, so then you will never miss an episode again. And also, we are now on YouTube, correct? You can catch these episodes, specifically more the Thursday ones, on YouTube on the Almost Adulting Podcast YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe. You just have to search for Almost Adulting Podcast and you will find it. I'm hoping everyone's week is going swell. We are still in November. I can't believe it's already November. It's almost the end of the year. So today, we have another special Tuesday episode. Today's episode is all about your confessions. I went through loads of the calls that I have from you where you confess your dirtiest secret or a crazy night out, your worst date, crazy sex story and so on. And I wanted to, you know, share some of your stories because you're my besties. I love you guys so much. I'm so thankful that you keep coming back every single week to my podcast. So what's a better way to show my love for you guys than to share your calls? So without further ado, let's get started. When I was a freshman in college, I met a guy on a dating app, and he wanted to come over to my college dorm in the city and, you know, have Chinese food, hang out, see what happens. But my college dorm had no AC, and they would crank the heat in the winter. As soon as this man walked in, he started taking off his coat. He was sweating profusely, and we could not get the windows open. The minute he put his hand on the window to push it, the entire thing bursts open, cuts his hand, glass gets in his eye, he starts getting blood all over the place, it's on my comforter, it's burning out onto me. We run to the bathroom and this girl starts screaming about the blood. We have to get an ambulance together. I have no phone at the time, couldn't contact anyone I know to tell them where I am or to even call an Uber home and basically had to be in a hospital with someone I just met for hours on end while he got stitches in his hand and cried about possibly getting a hospital bill. He did not even want to get in the ambulance, but it was a school policy. Then his friend shows up, and he tells his friend that he was defending me in a bar fight, you know, to show his masculinity. So safe enough to say we did not have a second date. Okay, so I'm assuming this call had to do with her experience of a worse first date. So I guess basically, now I can't recall if it was her dorm room or his, but he cut his hand on the window. And after that, he was crying about the hospital bill, which I'm not going to blame him. An ambulance is so expensive, especially if you don't have insurance. Like, I can totally relate. I wouldn't call it unless I was sure I was on my deathbed. But it makes sense that because it was a school policy. So he cried about it. But then the funniest part is the fact that he pretended that he was saving her. 
in a bar fight. I mean, imagine lying about something that happened while you're including a person in your lie and the person is standing right next to you. And it's not your best friend. It's just someone you just met. And you're like, yeah, I saved her in a bar fight. And that's why I'm in a hospital. I mean, it's just so weird. Of course, you will not get a second date out of that. I would have let it go with a crying because I love a vulnerable man. I love a man that can cry, but the lying part would just throw me off. Come on, just admit. Like, it's such a hilarious story to know that you tried to, you're sweating profusely. Your sweat is dripping, you know, from your face to your chest hair, all the way to your balls hair. And it's all like starting to smell. And it's all gross. You tried to open a window to impress your date. And then the whole thing just completely falls off and you cut your hand through it. And now there's just blood everywhere. And you go to the bathroom, people are screaming. They can't figure out why there's blood. Everyone's freaking out. And now you're in the ambulance. Like that is such a hilarious story. There was no need to create the whole bar thing. So, but you know, He's young. He's in college. He's still, his balls still haven't dropped. So he just doesn't know any better. So I get it. But um, yeah, what a funny story. All right, let's see the next one. I think this one is a funny sex story, but I may be wrong. Let's see. Hey, Violetta. My name is Julia Smith. And wow, a guy's calling? Shocker. Okay, let's see. I am calling to tell you about an experience I had with my girlfriend and a key lime pie. Um, <laughs> we decided it would be a great idea to have some fun in the bedroom with her one of her favorite desserts, which is key lime pie, and things got a little freaky. Obviously, I was eating it off of her pussy. Oh, okay. And okay. I was literally going to say, I do not understand when people have intercourse and involve food in the bedroom. I think a lot of people I know don't like crumbs in the bed. I'm not one of them. I always eat in my bed. It's one of my guilty pleasures and definitely grosses out everyone I know <laughs> that I do that. But I never understood how people involved foods with sex. But as I was gonna going to say that, he then you know explained it by saying he was eating the key lime pie off of her vagina, off of her, the area that gives life to babies so okay thank you for clarifying her nipples and her ass and we were kissing and i went down on her very for a very long time and then we ended up having sex finished whatever it was awesome well a couple days later my girlfriend started having kind of a smelly situation going down with her hoo-ha and we were just a little concerned and she's feeling better now but you know just wanted to throw that out there throw it your way i'm sure a lot of people have had this uh, experience before and maybe we could uh talk more about it thanks love your show oh okay so i thought there was going to be an ending revelation as in they went to the doctor they found out there was a key lime pie stuck up inside her vagina like seven feet deep and that's why it was smelling it was smelling really bad for a whole month and if they didn't take care of it it's kind of like the tampon story then they would have to amputate her leg that would have sounded way cooler instead he was like it was just smelly for a couple of days and uh you know let's bring up this issue <laughs> okay guys so next time you have a man or woman or anyone eat key lime pie off of your PUSS I, I will never be able to say that word 
There's something about that word that feels so dirty to me. I'd rather say the word cunt 75 times than say the P word. It just grosses me out. I cringe every time I hear anyone say it. Like if I was in the bedroom and someone started talking about my P, I would just dry up like the Sahara deserts because I cannot. It grosses me out. Do you want to smell better naked? Let's face it. Our underarms are not the only place where we have body odor. I know that for me, it's all over my body. And just because summer has come to an end does not mean that we should stop caring about how we smell. That is why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor. It is Lumi Whole Body Deodorant for your pits, for your privates, and beyond. It's created by an OBGYN who saw too many women being overtreated with antibiotics that they just did not need for external day-to-day odor. What she discovers is that the vagine has many scents. So instead of feeling weird or shame about it, she created Lumi, helping your flower bloom. That's right. It kind of rhymes because I'm clever like that. (laughs) It's clinically proven to block odor all day and controls odor for 72 hours. And aside from using it for my pits, I actually use it for, you know, other parts like my uh, vagine. I used to be sometimes self-conscious after working out or when I'm on my period. I feel like I don't know how to explain it or spell it out, but I swear to God, the period smell, it's a scent and I know no one else can smell it, but I smell it and it makes me feel insecure, but not anymore thanks to Lumi. Because, you know, now, before it was me and the dogs, the dogs were on to me. Now, even the dogs don't know when I have my period, which is why I love it, okay? <laughs> Aside from that, I absolutely love Lumi's starter pack, which lets you build a custom bundle of their best-selling products and customize your scents. It comes with a full-size sick deodorant, a cream deodorant tube, and two free products of your choice, like body wash or cool cucumber wipes, which I love. And now, as a special offer for my listeners, new customers can get $5 off of Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code and link. And for a limited time, returning customers can also get $5 off of their next purchase of $30 or more as well. So use my code ADULTING at lumideodorant.com. That is L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Thank you, Lumi, for making this holiday season smell a whole lot better. So basically, let this be a lesson learned that if you have someone eat key lime pie off of your nipples, your butthole, and your vagine, your vagina may smell a couple of days later. I'm assuming it's probably best if you take a shower. I personally don't understand the whole trend of involving foods with sex because doesn't everything get sticky? Like... And then not only are you sticky, you make your partner sticky, then the bed is sticky, anything you touch is sticky. It just doesn't make any sense to me personally. I rather keep my food separate from my sex stuff because when you're having sex, there's already so many fluids and smells. Why do you need to add more fluid and more smells and more stickiness? It's too much for me. I'm overwhelmed. You know, it's either the sex or the food and I will always choose the food. Like if there was food involved while I was having sex with my partner, I will accidentally forget about my partner and I will just start eating, okay? I will always put food before you. Don't make me choose because it will never be you. Just want to put it out there. But thank you for calling in. I love that it was a guy. I'm so used to only women listening. So that was cute. And it's cute that you and your girlfriend are experimenting. I love that. I hope you guys experiment with many other things. And you know... Just be smarter. Whenever you put anything up your vagina 
or on it, wash it afterwards. Even if you're not putting anything on yourself, on your privates, shower afterwards and wash your privates afterwards, especially for women, because that is how you get a yeast infection. If you don't clean your hoo-ha before and after sex, if you don't pee before and after sex, you're more likely to get a yeast infection, a UTI. I forgot the other word. It's not a yeast infection. It's something else. It's a bacteria infection. So just be more careful with that stuff, you know? Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's go to the next voicemail. Hi, Bestie. Hi, Bestie. I'm calling you with a funny, embarrassing sex story. My name is Paris, and I had been seeing this guy. We met at a membership club in Hollywood, and we had had great sex before. This one particular time, I am in the best position, which I guess some people call speed bump. So you're laying down on your stomach with a pillow underneath you, hence speed bump. And the guy is on top of you from behind. So we're in that position and I was using my hand to pleasure myself while he is having sex with me from behind. And I had pretty long nails, had a manicure. And so we're going at it and his penis slips out of my vagina, which happens from time to time, especially when you have the wet ass pussy. And my hand is down there. So his dick slips out and my fingernail catches on the skin of his penis and scrapes all along (gasps) dick. And he (gasps) screams in pain. And I'm like, oh my God, what just happened? And he's like, oh, ow, ow, like you scratched my dick, scratched my dick, fuck. And I was about to climax. So I was very frustrated that this happened. And anyway, he went in the bathroom, checked himself out. He was bleeding from his penis. I felt so bad. I'm profusely (laughs) apologizing to him. Totally killed the moment. Yeah. And so it was very embarrassing. We did end up having sex again later that weekend after he healed. So it wasn't a deal breaker, but it was very awkward and embarrassing. So ladies, cut your nails before you get freaky. Thank you. That is so funny. I don't have feedback about that. It's it's good that he was a good sport about it and he didn't do what the other guy did in the other story in the first call where he started crying about it and then went to the hospital. So at least that didn't happen. But I can't imagine that. I wouldn't say you should sharpen your nails for women. I mean, you know, if you want to have nice nails, keep your nice nails. I wouldn't be like, okay, now I just have to have the shortest nails and I'm trying to have sex with a guy. You know, shit happens. He seemed really mature about it. Sucks that she didn't get to climax. (laughs) I would be annoyed too. But I'm glad that he's good and I'm glad that they had sex again. But you know, that happens actually. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to share now with you a confession that's something that happened to me when I was younger. With my first boyfriend, speaking of long nails, with my first boyfriend, he didn't sharpen his nails or cut them down. And even though he wasn't a virgin when we got together and I was, he was my first everything. I think he was still very inexperienced. We were like 17 or 18. And before we're about to have sex, he would always finger me. And the way he would finger me is he would always, I think, put his finger down to like enter your outer lips and then inside the outer lips, you know, try to open the inner lips with this with his finger. And then he would, I'm not sure what he was doing down there, but he was doing something. 
And that was his move every time to finger me until one day he was doing that with his finger. And then I just felt a scratch. And normally when I felt a scratch, I just let it slide. But this time it was burning scratch. It was a burning scratch. I suddenly, it was the most painful thing I've ever felt. I don't know how to explain it. It felt like he ripped something when he did it. And I remember I jumped up because I was mortified because I felt like he ripped something inside my vulva. And I jumped up, holding my hand on my vagina, freaked out, fully naked. And then I'm looking at him and I'm like, ow, what the hell was that? And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He looks mortified. And he says, don't freak out, but you're bleeding. I look down and I see there's blood gushing down on both sides of my legs, like immense amount of blood, so much blood. I start shaking and I completely just freeze because I'm in so much shock. He doesn't want the blood to get on his carpet in his room and he he's like okay I have to take you to the shower he obviously lives with his parents and he doesn't have a bathroom in his room so he picks me up fully naked with blood everywhere between my legs and carries me in the hallway fully naked thank god no one was there into a bathroom into the shower to wash me while I'm still in shock so I'm still frozen and he has to just keep wiping the blood off of both of my thighs because he ripped something in my vagina and then after that we put on clothes and he decides to take me to the emergency he takes me to the emergency and yeah I was 17 he takes me to the emergency and I'm under my parents insurance and it's for a an emergency check on my privates. And then when I go there and the lady checks my privates, she says, I'll be right back. Please stay in the room. And she comes back with the police officer. (laughs) And she then asks me, ma'am, I need you to be honest with me. Are you currently getting abused at home? And I said, no, I came here with my boyfriend. I need you to be honest with me. Are you being physically abused by your partner? It's okay. You are safe. We have a police officer with us here and we will make sure to escort you home and you file a restraining order or whatever you want against your current partner. And we will take care of you. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, you have a triangle ripped from the middle of your vulva like the inside skin, like right underneath my clitoris. It's like a large triangle ripped, which means every time he tried to finger me with his fingernails, (laughs) he would cut a little part from the middle area right underneath my clitoris. And after a while, he just kept cutting at it. And eventually he finally cut a full perfect triangle. And then that last time he went to finger me like he always does, he finally ripped out a piece of skin right underneath my clitoris in a triangle shape. And when they saw that, that's why I was bleeding so profusely. Apparently, now I know your vagina just produces so much blood if you tear at it. And that's why they called a police officer because they thought this had to be obviously someone abusing me. And I said, listen, we are young. (laughs) We're inexperienced. He didn't know any better. He was just trying to finger me. I swear to God, he's not abusing me. Please, can we go home? Please don't call my parents. So then she prescribed for me to wear either, I don't recall if it was diapers for two weeks or this really large pad that looked like a diaper for two weeks while my vagina was healing. I had to also put a pad on it. I wasn't allowed to have sex. I had to also put ointment on it. I wasn't allowed to have sex for those two weeks. And yeah, that was my story. And lesson learned that he needed to cut his fingernails in order for that not to happen again. So I don't know whose story you think sounds worse. 
I would say my experience was worse than the guy who cut his penis, but you know, he will probably beg to differ. They both sound super painful, but that's my memory of being fingered when I was 17. So yeah, <laughs> that's my confession. Okay, so I have been talking about this for a while, whether it's been in my Instagram stories or on this podcast, but a while back I was having hair shedding and thinning issues due to like stress and also hair extensions that I used to wear. And, you know, just life becoming in the way, which is why I decided to take out my hair extensions, cut my hair, and then nourish it back to life from scratch. And part of my morning routine now is taking Nutrafol supplements every single morning. I take four in the morning. I've been doing that in the, for the last six months. It's natural and 100% drug-free. And I've seen a difference not only in my hair, but in my lashes, my eyebrows, and my hair itself has, been, has gotten thicker. It's even helped me with my sleeping, which is so cool, okay? Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. It's also now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 and up with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of their hair thinning. In a clinical study, 68% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months, and I'm one of them. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. And for a limited time right now, Nutrafol's offering my listeners $10 off of your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter my promo code ADULTING. That is N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com using my promo code ADULTING. That is Nutrafol.com promo code ADULTING. So enjoy thicker hair right now. All right, you guys, let's go to the next one. Love you too, bitch. Okay, um, I tried to call you just like a few seconds ago, but I messed up completely. Don't want to say my name, but my specific situation is quite specific. So either way, if anybody that knows my situation, even though I have no friends, they're going to know me. But anyway, so this past month, um, weird vibes from the boyfriend. Um, he ended up getting an attitude and hanging up the phone on me. I was expecting a call back or an apology, but two days later, after no contact, after he had hung up the phone on me, I get a text from his mom saying, I'm sorry to hear about your breakup. So I was broken up with and ghosted from my long-term partner. I'm 28. He's 29 now. I was broken up with from him by his fucking mother. Wow. I was broken up with and found out that we were broken up with via his mom. What a loser. I have not heard from him since. I had no, no apology, no explanation. We have been dating for over a year. This is a man that was telling me that we were getting married, buying me promise rings, the whole shebang. So this really has taken a major toll on me, my mental health, my self-esteem. I've been trying very hard, and I've been doing pretty good maintaining an emotional balance because I know everything that's supposed to happen for you is going to happen for you. What's meant for you is not going to miss you at the end of the day, Aww. but I'm just really having a hard time processing my emotions and going through something like this. You know, you hear people getting ghosted, you know, like a couple weeks or, you know, a couple months after they started something with someone, but this was coming from a long-term partner that was trying to commit to me for life or so that's what they said. 
So I really don't know how to process this. Obviously, there's some other things that go on in the depth of your relationship over the course of the year, but that's just the brief synopsis of my situation. So any insight would be great. You're such a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. I really love an outsider's perspective. I have a hard time connecting with women around my age, and I don't have friends. I have one around here. I'm from Long Island, New York. I just have one around here, and she has no experience, God bless her soul, with any relationships or um, the depth of a long-term relationship. And I have really no insight or anybody to talk to or get, you know, their feedback from about the situation. So any, any insight would be great, and I'm willing to talk about it. All right. Wow, that is... So sad. Thank you for being so vulnerable. And I can't imagine that being the breakup look. I think many of us, including myself in the past, the first thing, if I heard something like this, I would say, oh my gosh, screw him. Goodbye. We don't need this. He sucks. He's not for you. Moving on. But if we're going to be honest with ourselves, anyone who would be in this exact position where They got an argument with their partner that they've been with for over a year. You are in your late 20s. You're practically 30 at this point. And you have one fight. You hang up on your boyfriend and he doesn't call back. And then you just haven't spoken to each other for like a day or two. And then you find out from his mother that you got dumped. I wouldn't just let it go. Especially if you do value the relationship. And yes, you're like, how can you value the relationship if this guy just you know, gave up on you. Well, we don't know their whole story. We don't know what was leading up to this. We don't know how he took it. So I would say if you wanted to make the relationship work before completely ghosting him back or forgetting about him, I would reach out to him and I would say, hey, can we meet up to talk about what happened? Or I would say, hey, you know what? I would just right away call him or FaceTime him and say, what's going on? What happened? Are we broken up? I don't understand. Can we meet up to talk? And then I would either meet up with him to talk and then we can figure out if he actually wants to break up. Because in my opinion, what happened here is that maybe he just gave up. Maybe he was too much of a P-U-S-S-Y to call back because he thought he got dumped. Like you don't know his reality of what happened in his mind that he finally just gave up. I don't think it means that you just have to move on and that he doesn't love you or care about you. I think sometimes we don't know why people do what they do or why something triggers them. And sometimes if you really do love them, you do have to put your ego aside because many of us with an ego, we would just be like, screw this person. He's weak and all that. But, you know, all the people that we see in happy relationships, they don't tell us of all of the bad moments in their relationship as well. And all the moments where they had to remove their ego or they had to chase their partner, even if they were a woman. I'm not saying always chase the man, but sometimes maybe you are the one in the wrong. I don't know the whole situation, but if I cared about the relationship, I would not just give up on us. Okay, so I have been talking about this for a while, whether it's been on my Instagram stories or on this podcast, but a while back, I was having hair shedding and thinning issues due to like stress and also hair extensions that I used to wear and, you know, just life becoming in the way, which is why I decided to take out my hair extensions, cut my hair and then nourish it back to life from scratch. And part of my morning routine now is taking Nutrafol supplements every single morning. I take four in the morning. I've been doing that in the for the last six months. It's natural and 100% drug-free, and I've seen a difference not only in my hair, 
but in my lashes, my eyebrows, and my hair itself has, has gotten thicker. It's even helped me with my sleeping, which is so cool, okay? Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. It's also now available in a vegan formula. Their new supplement is formulated for women ages 18 and up with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of their hair thinning. In a clinical study, 68% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months, and I'm one of them. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. And for a limited time right now, Nutrafol's offering my listeners $10 off of your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter my promo code ADULTING. That is N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Find out why 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com using my promo code ADULTING. That is Nutrafol.com promo code ADULTING. So enjoy thicker hair right now. If I got a text from the mother saying, oh my God, I can't believe you guys broke up. I'd be really confused. And I would tell her we never did. We didn't break up. Can you tell your son to call me? Or then I would immediately call the son and ask to meet up and talk. And then you can have your answer. Then you would know either he wants to make it work and you guys meet up and talk. And then you figure out a better way to have conflict resolution in the future in your relationship. Or you call him and you realize that he really doesn't care about the relationship because he doesn't want to meet up. He doesn't want to talk. He just wants it to be over. Then it's going to tell you that he's probably been checked out out of the relationship for quite some time now. And this was a perfect excuse for him to finally walk away. But regardless, it's not about him. It's about you. And if you are looking for that closure, then you have nothing to lose by giving him a ring. Or if you're too much of a coward, by sending him a text to meet up and then you will know what is going to happen with your relationship. I would rather know to, so I can finally close the chapter than, you know, keep guessing in my head what the hell happened from that call and then always, you know, having some hope linger on with me, you know? But I will say this has happened, for example, with my ex-boyfriend, my second ex-boyfriend, we one time had a fight and I was so over it and I hung up the phone and then he called me twice more and I didn't answer because I just needed some space. And then we didn't talk for that whole weekend. And on Monday, I texted him and I said, hey, I'm looking for some lingerie for us. We were 20. I'm looking for some lingerie for us. I don't want to fight with you, babe. So hopefully, you know, let's just make up. And then he said, what? I'm so confused. I thought we broke up. And I said, what? And he said, you didn't answer my two calls. I thought that meant that you broke up with me. So I am in Palm Springs with my ex-girlfriend. So you know what I did after? I cussed him out. No, I didn't because I was 20 years old and I didn't love myself. And I said, oh my God, I can't believe I did that to you. I'm so sorry. Can you please take me back? I'm so sorry that because of me not answering your two calls, you thought that we broke up. So you went and had sex with your ex-girlfriend. My bad. No, I went away. I went away to forget about him. And then I came back because I couldn't forget about him. And then I said, I'm so sorry. Can you take me? So anyway, that was my experience. And, you know, Sometimes guys, in my experience, the reason he just assumed we broke up after me not answering his two calls that night was because he was always cheating on me. So it was an easy way out for him to just have sex with someone else that weekend, like his ex-girlfriend. And then we got back together and he continued cheating on me behind my back. So he didn't actually care. But your experience may be completely different. Plus, you guys are in your late 20s. So I would hope that you are more grown up since. So yes, 
if you want to make a relationship work, don't give up on it the first time just because your ego, you know, try. You have nothing to lose by just asking what's going on. And then you can walk away if you don't get the answer that you're looking for. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I feel like it was filled with so many different confessions from ghosting to a first bad date to two crazy sex stories and then my crazy sex stories. So yes, that was a really fun time. Hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Don't forget to leave me a five-star review on the podcast app, on the Apple app, if you have a chance. It's so helpful for my podcast. And of course, also share this episode with your friends. That's also really helpful for my podcast. And that's what keeps the lights on. So again, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you on Thursday. Love ya. Bye.